0: You're listening to the Deeply Graphic Design Cast, the show about all things design, from the creative side to the business side and all points in between. Follow the show on Twitter at Wes McDowell. Want the gang to answer your question on an upcoming episode? Send in your listener question to questions at thedeependesign.com or via Twitter using hashtag DGDC.
1: Here are your hosts. Live. We should be live right now. What's
2: up, guys? Hey. Wes McDowell in Chicago.
0: Mikel Morrison out of Salt Lake.
2: <laughs> Nick Longo in Los Angeles, California. <laughs> sunny,
1: sunny LA. We're all here. For, we're all so summery. I'm like so happy that it's finally that time of year. Finally, huh? Yeah. Oh my God. Living in Chicago, you don't even know yeah. <laughs> how much you like crave the summers when they come. So I, so I, we don't know if anyone's even joined us joined us at the moment, mm-hmm. but hopefully... Some people are there, and if you are there, then go ahead and start asking questions. Um, there's a little, there's a panel t- on the right. There should be where you can uh, just type in any kind of comment or question, and we will get to it. So right do on that now, and we'll we'll just talk amongst ourselves. Yeah, until we start, we could talk forever. Uh, until the you questions know questions are rolling in. Oh yeah, <laughs> How I- talk? yeah. You guys missed the real drama of uh, <laughs> us just trying to get shit going here before we. <laughs> That's the
2: real show. This is like show number one. It's like, yeah, what the hell? Exactly.
0: <laughs> you know what's weird is that it's only been ten episodes since the first time that we did this, and that feels a, like a really long time ago now.
1: It it does. It does. It was yeah. right before New Year's Eve. That's yeah,
0: that's right. That's right. And that's my Christmas right.
2: tree was up. That's right. Yep. Wow, <laughs> we did. I, I. It feels like a long time. Well, that was a long time ago. But you're right. There's only nine episodes in between. You know.
1: Yeah. So so basically. We did our first one at 100, and now we kind of want to replace our usual every 10 episodes is listener question episode. It'll still be listener question, but it's going to be live, so anything can happen. Ooh. It's going to be major. And we have eight viewers right now. Welcome, everybody. Oh, Ten viewers. awesome.
2: What's up, guys? Welcome.
1: Thanks yeah, for joining us. Thanks for joining us. us.
2: And uh, so what's everyone
1: drinking? I've got, I'm have got. i not breaking with tradition. I'm drinking my summer white wine. Well, I, I thought, thought
0: so.
2: Mikkel, what do you have?
0: I'm drinking <laughs> my... Vodka, lemon, and Ooh, soda water. It's a go-to nice. for me.
2: Nice. I'm sticking with not only the beer, but LA's finest, Angel City IPA. This is the same
0: as last time.
2: Yeah, it's a different brand, but uh, oh, I'm okay. sticking with the LA brewery out here in downtown LA. Fun. So, there you Keep, go. Keep you guys need,
0: you, you, Californians need their microbrews. I, we do. <laughs>
2: so I've heard. I can't wait to come to. I can't wait to come to your neck of the woods again, Mikael. That's like craft beer central now, huh? Yes, yes. I'm dying. All right, next meetup is going to be there. Even all the Mormons, they will still drink the, the craft beer. It's all good. It's
0: so funny the boundaries and regions here. There's a certain cutoff from the valley area, and then all of a sudden mm-hmm. you're amongst the liberal gay community that's drinking strong brew wow. coffee and their beers. It's really interesting. Nice. I
2: love that, that we were in Moab once and we were, we went for on a mountain biking trip and we were done and everybody it was like a Sunday night. No one even thought of it. And there was nothing in town when the time, by the time we got back and there was no mm-hmm. drinking, nothing. And I was like, what? You gotta be kidding me. <laughs> <laughs> this was the whole reason we came. <laughs> Seriously. Little did we hey, know. Guys, hate to cut
1: the party short, but I I just hit the Q&A button. It looks like we actually do have quite a few questions. All right. Around, so we better get rolling. No one cares about what we're doing nah. anymore. Come on. Uh, Nobody cares what
0: we're sipping on. They just want to see us get sloppy drunk. Yeah. <laughs> oh,
1: trust, trust us. If you
0: stick around long
1: enough, it's going to happen. We'll be so, there. Yeah. But before we get going, I just want to give some quick love to our friends over at Fresh FreshBooks. Um, oh, sure. Yes, they they make this possible. Thank you to FreshBooks for the continued support. Uh, we love using them and they've definitely helped us out. So uh, if you use them, that's a, definitely uh, a push for the show as well It's your support us by supporting them. And ultimately, you're supporting yourself because it's a it's an amazing little product that I'm new to. Nick has been at it for a while. I can't say enough
2: good things about it, it's so easy, yeah, I just put two people on it today, which and got emails back from them, raving about it already, and they took advantage of the uh the code, so they're doing it for a a month free
0: oh nice, there you go. Yeah. nice,
2: yeah, good, yeah. especially people that are kind of new to it. a little it weary
0: and, and... and new and not sure how to really make yeah. it worth the money at the start. I absolutely can understand that.
2: Seriously, start there before you start on your own invoicing yeah. service.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It just looks really professional. Mm-hmm. And Nick just mentioned the code. So you're going to go to freshbooks.com slash deeply graphic and then enter deeply graphic and how did you hear about a section. Um, you know, invoicing, invoicing is not one of those sexy things to talk about. Yeah, But do it and it makes it so easy so you don't ever have to think about it again. And it looks great. You'll love it if you haven't already joined up. So, all right, cool. On with the show. So we've got, cool. and basically another cool feature too with these questions, I think you guys can vote them up. And I think oh, people have already been doing yeah. that. So you can. Nice. So, you know, vote oh, the ones fun. you want to hear us answer and we'll okay. get to those first. Nice. All right. Uh, can you guys see them or is it just me I you? can see
0: them.
2: Hey, there
1: we okay. go. All right. What's up, Mikkel, everybody? Why don't you, why don't you uh, read the first question then?
0: And that's the topmost, yes? Yes. Okay. I love from this Megan question. Hodges. I love kicking off with this kind of question. <laughs> Checking in from Vero Beach, Florida. What is something funny that has happened behind the scenes while recording an episode?
1: Oh, I love that question. You guys um, have. Well, there's, a whole, there's one episode that we had to record all over because Miss McKell <laughs> forgot to wear her headphones. <laughs> oh, shit. To call Wait, you out, did we?
0: Was it, did it get halfway when I realized or did it go the full length?
1: We might've gone the whole way. Cause I distinctly remember uh, an episode where we had to try to recreate it. Now and this it question like it sucks. Was... Yeah. <laughs> but like we tried our hardest to make it sound like we were saying these things for the first time, but yeah. <laughs> that's hard to do. Like once you've already had the conversation, it's really, it feels really awkward trying to yeah. do it again.
2: I remember as a listener hearing that one. And then I think we had <laughs> oh, yeah. one, we had one months later after I joined where we had to do it. And I, I totally get what you're saying. Having to sound fresh and new. <laughs> yeah. With the topic, and that's, like, that's what did not I say easy. that was so good. That was and fun. you know yeah. what's
0: worse <laughs> is that I wasn't e- we weren't even newbies at that point. We had been recording for quite some time:
1: <laughs> We were not newbies, but we were we were drunk, I'm sure. Wow. so Oh, that, sure. If we, that was during the Brandon days, then
0: most likely we were.:
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it was, it's funny how much more nervous we used to be when we did this. Oh, like, absolutely. To overpreparing just to, like
0: overpreparing. Yeah
1: exactly <laughs> it's how the show got to be mm. so to where uh, it is today <laughs> yeah it's just that we don't care anymore and it, oh it that's so not true no, I'm <laughs> only in a good way mm. alright cool thanks Megan Um, we actually thanks, we like Megan. getting kind of fun questions yeah that's a thanks fun Megan one.
2: keep those coming
1: alright uh, Nick
2: you want to read the next one yeah this is part one it says hello I've been out of... from Nathan Doverspike is that what it says oh there it is yeah I've been out of design school for about two years and haven't landed a full-time job in graphic design. When employers are looking at my work, they like it, but say that I have a very defined style, illustrative style and design, which is good for freelance. And then, let's see, was there a part two? Yeah, it's under, yes. Oh, part two. Is it not ideal for an in-house designer? The problem is that I've been having trouble finding freelance work. Which is my initial plan after graduation? My work is very illustrative and often doesn't fall under the design category. Should hmm. I start a illustrative Should I start a new portfolio from scratch, showing less, uh, more diverse, less illustration work, to get an in-house design position, or should I continue doing the work that I'm doing and hope that it will pay off?
0: I'm thinking about that woman that you mentioned last episode, Nick. She's yeah. amazing. Yeah. She's- She's an illustrator,
2: Malika, Malika Farve. Yeah, Malika
0: Farve, and she mm-hmm. found her niche.
2: But she was a design person for many, many years uh, in agencies on her own first. Prior, then found it. So I think what okay. uh, Nathan is saying is, if you if it's been two years, man, and you're not you haven't found anything, I, I would say maybe you do need to kind of redefine your portfolio. Put the graphic stuff first, then show. Hey, by the way, I have a diverse you know, illustration skills well, if that's ever needed. At least it, for the... It sounds time. like that's sure. what you need to get kind of get, the, get a job at least or, you know, pay the bills. And there's no harm in that. If you're a good designer, obviously, I think that's probably a little bit easier to find a full-time job than a niche uh, illustrator. Yeah. What do you guys think?
1: Yeah, well, I'm thinking it sounds a little backwards to me when he says he, they're saying it's not good for in-house. What I would say is if you're working in-house, they want something that's got a style. Unless, unless Nathan, are you talking about um, uh, like an ad agent or like a, an agency? They want diversity. Or are you talking? They about, want, yeah. I, I think. Or, but if you're talking about being a designer, like for a company, like for a like a dog food company mm-hmm. or designer, you would think that they would want
2: all their stuff to have the same look. Well, they've they got. A, they, they probably got a style guide ready to go. So right. I was. I, it sounds and maybe like
1: your style doesn't jive with
2: mm-hmm. their but, style.
0: Well, sure. But if you if you show a portfolio item that does jive with the company's brand style, then you know that one of those portfolio items based on one of those portfolio, one of those portfolio items, something's going to work once Mm -hmm. they're in house. Yeah,
2: Yeah. because he's saying he hasn't landed a graphic design job in a few years. So because of his illustration stuff, he's showing so as he said, refocus, make it more design driven and be open, show all the different kinds of graphic design you do. And if you have a s- distinct illustration skill, drop it in there. But chances are they're not hiring you for that. They're hiring you for d- layouts and advertisements and packaging or whatever it is, brand, sure. uh, brand or no brand. It could be an agency. So but there's
0: probably a way, um, especially if the, he's got his own style, style. to d- pull that lines. in it, t- trickle it in to mm-hmm.
2: Yeah.
1: And and do a reality check on your style, like totally. I, I don't know how hard it is to change your style. Yeah, I don't. I'm not an illustrator, but maybe your style is not particularly marketable. I don't know. Like that's the thing. I've mm-hmm. seen some people who they have a style, but it's not exactly like what people are using it currently. Yeah. So well, um, yeah. I don't know if that like is what you want to hear or not. But yeah. Maybe just do a reality check on that and see. It, this like, is where a you this is a good and,
0: question. You
1: know. Yeah. It's. No an easy A good
0: three-part question.
1: Yeah. <laughs> all right, cool. Well, hopefully that kind of helps you, Nathan. So, um, all right, I think we gotta move on. We got another one from Philippe M, and his says, I've been designing for the past 10 plus years, and most of not all my design projects are small, which makes it hard to support a family. How can I get bigger projects for more money without selling my soul to web development as I don't enjoy web mm. design? <laughs> okay. Um so you're saying, to you, the bigger projects are generally web design. Um, I generally agree with that. I mean, there, there will be other projects that are big money jobs. Yeah. Um, but what is it you don't like about web design? Because it's still design. Like, if it's when you're just talking about the medium like that, mm-hmm. you can do a lot of different kind of things with it. So um, because, what do you think? Yeah,
0: this, this, is, this is good. Because there's... Uh, f- Oftentimes, maybe I should say for corporate um, web based projects, there's a standard.
2: Mm-hmm. You
0: can't get overly conceptual. There's some limitations there. So, yeah,
1: I'll agree with that.
0: So, it, but if he's getting a lot of web work, then maybe there's a way to vary it up, but it sounds like it's just not his. It, I mean, he, he can work it in, but it's not what he, he doesn't have a passion for. Mm-hmm. So, okay.
1: So, so let's say Philippe, if you don't, if you you're looking for bigger money projects, you don't want to do web. The only way that I've found that you can really charge more is when you start showing your value that you're going to make that company money based on. What you're giving them, mm-hmm. you can't charge a lot of money just based on oh, it's a cool design. Like mm. companies care about ROI, they want to see, yeah, it's dollars in, dollars out. That's kind yeah. of all the business exists for, yeah. So, yeah, your good vibes and good design isn't going to be enough to entice them. You have to be able to show them, like, this what I do for you is going to make your company money, mm-hmm. and that's yeah. easy to do with web design because you have analytics on your side and you can show that for past clients you've brought more people to their website and more people have converted because you can see that like digital trail of what's happening. Yeah. Brochures You
2: can't really do that. So yeah, I don't know. You can also aim for bigger clients. If you're just not getting it from your smaller design projects that you're getting now and you've been doing it for 10 years and that hasn't grown, uh, reach out to a bigger client, you know, put together that, uh, like we were talking about that little mini pitch that you're going to go after someone, show them a, a portfolio that's geared directly to them without doing any any spec work, but get it out there and and shoot for a bigger client. I, those Every time I've done that, it took a while and it was a lot of hard work, but all of a sudden, the scope of your projects now are much bigger. Yeah. You know?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so we've got a Good few luck. more here. First, The first one, um, okay, says, looking to buy a new computer soon, what do you recommend in getting and tips for what to get with it or what to be careful of when buying one. And that's from Serena Masco. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, well, we're all Mac people, right? So yeah, I'm assuming
2: that's all I can recommend.
0: (laughs) Yeah.
1: It's going to be hard to get Mac people to ever say anything else. I mean, PCs are a lot cheaper, but Mm -hmm. I'm a Mac guy. I love it. Yeah. And I've Mikel, you just got like, you just dropped some serious coin on what did you get?
0: the um the new iMac <laughs> and I didn't get I didn't buy it from the models that they had back on the shelves I basically had them take out all the processor and drives and install the heftiest possible mm-hmm. that there were available to buy
2: wow. yeah yeah
0: and I'm really, nice. really glad now in hindsight you have to. You have to. that I brought my MacBook with me so that they could see what type of power user that I truly am. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And n- n- so then based I'm on the what they were seeing, I knew they weren't going to bullshit me from a sales perspective. They knew yeah. that I needed to opt for mm-hmm. the big, you know, the big baby, but... Also, what's what I would recommend, Serena, oh my gosh, you can't, with these new machines, they don't have a bay in yeah, the back.
2: You can't, you can't So once
0: it. you buy it and bring it home, you can't bring it back to install more RAM if need be, for example. So make sure you go big and don't regret later all the cash that you dropped down because you're having to mm-hmm. add more from your wallet later.
1: Yeah, Sure. Yeah, um, I I did the opposite. Like I just I got something super basic. I just got the MacBook Pro. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I spent. But like, those things
0: are powerful.
1: I yeah, it is very I think, powerful. Eleven hundred bucks on it, maybe. Yeah, and I just have it. I have it hooked up to another monitor, so I got two monitors set up, and it works yeah. great. I mean, you know, I I feel like you got to get a new computer every three years
2: anyway. They don't have the down.
0: Thunderbolt display in 5K Retina yet, which is mind blowing. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's mind be It'll be there soon. Because I,
0: Samsung, I, LG, and the rest of them, they're I, selling retina displays and hu- huge screens. So, so there's a reason for it. There's
2: yeah, a, Apple it, knows. Apple there's knows. There's a reason for it. Yeah. Something's coming I, up. And obsolescence. Something's coming yeah. up. they know. We'll I, just have I, to see. I took another route because I needed two powerful iMacs. I went with refurbished. Both models were refurbished iMacs. And then I maxed them. I bought them the model where they were still available to max out on your own, and for a very small amount, I was able to max them both out. And then for mobile, I bought a Mac Air, MacBook Air, which was the cheapest mm-hmm. of the. And let me tell yeah. you, this thing's only got eight gigs or whatever. But I, I fire up Creative Suite on that in airports all over and have yeah. no problem with it. So yeah. to me, it was Those a great. A good, handy I just wanted size. a good alternative for on the road yeah. as well. Um, yeah. So
1: yeah. I was I was tempted to get the MacBook Air just because of how thin it is. Oh, I liked it, it's but yeah. it's like, amazing. It's amazing. They it talked me out of it. Oh, and really? I something a little more powerful. Mm-hmm. Oh, and you got MacBook sucked Pros in so... by the salesmen.
0: They must no, have been I attracted mean, to you.
1: They were right. They were, they were right, right. Like I didn't yeah. want to.
0: But it was so anyway. cute. There was this cute little an- analogy that the sales guys gave me. There were two men that were helping me, and they said... You're not just driving your Camaro down that road at Beachside just to look cool. You're actually using every single part of your Camaro.
2: <laughs> there you go.
1: <laughs> like the Native Americans in the Buffalo. Every time. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> All, right, All right, cool. So I think we got to move on. Thank yeah. you for that question, Serena. Okay, so uh, you want to read the next one, Mikkel? Sure. Or Megan Hodges again.
0: Okay. I'm a newer designer and I feel ready to go from portfolio site to something that promotes me as a professional who is offering services. What advice do you have for transitioning to a deeper site and or. Are...
2: Good question. It, it just shifted up. Oh, just, sorry. Up. Yeah. B-
0: beefing at my portfolio site in the meantime.
2: Ooh.
1: Okay. So Transition speaking My language here, Megan, this is like what I've been kind of preaching for a while. So it's basically, you're going away from here's just a grid of all of my stuff to trying to talk to your clients. It's not just eye candy. Mm-hmm. Right. And it can't be. Like I think it can be if you're looking for a job. Mm-hmm. Like a nine to five jobby job, that's fine. But if you're trying to get clients, again, like I just said, you gotta show your value. You gotta mm. show like how they're gonna make money by hiring you. So um, So
0: call to action's crucial.
1: Yeah, copy is gonna be crucial. Copy, like I just worked for the co- well. I just hired a copywriter to work for with my new homepage that's going up, mm-hmm. um, and it's money well spent. Yeah, like it's they know how to write that persuasive copy. That, that messaging. Shows, yeah, yeah, the I, messaging yeah. that shows that like I'm not. I I my copy pretty much says, if you're just looking for a pretty site, I'm not the guy for you. Mm-hmm. I do more than that.
2: Yeah. Because you know, and, you and know who way, you're talking and by to. By the
1: way, I charge yeah. more than that. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. I'm only looking for serious companies with serious money.
2: Yeah. I, I you know, um, I've told a lot of my clients who are in the same transition period. I'm sorry, students who, if any of them are watching, what's up? What's up? Going, on? <laughs> <laughs> How are you guys doing? Megan's uh, positions are about the same as them, and trying. I love this question where she says transitioning from the portfolio site to the kind of the more professional, and it really is. Everything we've said in the past is so true figure out what you want to say. What would you say if you were presenting yourself in an interview? What's what are the values you bring as a designer as a business partner, as someone who they're they're going to rely on? What are you going to do for them? You know, and make that sk- storyboard as as kind of sketchy and kind of, you know, basic as that sounds. Sketch out what your page is going to <coughs> be. What are you going to say? What are you going to do? And to Wes's point, if you know of a copywriter, someone who can help you, definitely get that uh, on board because it makes a world of difference. Cause I, none of us are the best at, at selling ourselves in copy. You need a little help. It, it's mm-hmm. definitely worth it.
1: Copy is huge. And it's, yeah. it's funny, like as a designer, like, I now push this on my clients. Like as someone who's like been a designer for the, for so long, I literally, I do believe. And I tell my clients like design is not as important as the copy. Yeah. And I know all your designers are going to want to like, just punch me in the mouth for that. But no, you, the copy it's, really it's sells true. it. More than the design ever will. Oh, all the copywriters that Sorry. are
0: listening, just yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I love them;
1: they make my mm-hmm. job easier. Totally, it, it all works together. Yeah. So that's probably our best advice, Megan. The copy is key. So that's one thing you'll want to investigate first. Gotcha. Look at landing pages that do it right, and if you can't afford a copywriter, just see what they do. I mean, there's there's a formula to it. Mm-hmm. You that's know, you true. talk benefits, all that kind of stuff, and you'll you'll have it.
2: Yeah. All right, uh Nick, you wanna read the next one? Sure. I'll select it here. That is from I cannot read the bottom there. Admin? Or, oh no. Oh a This one's gonna be tough. Ooh, you know who you are. Hello, I Amin. There you there go. go. She says, Hi, all. Enjoy your podcast. I'm a st- starting a stationary company. Do you have any suggestions for a cost-friendly company that prints packaging? I'm a uh I'm in search of a company to provide. Custom package printing for stationary items. This is Ooh. probably all of you, Nick. Let's see, custom, custom I would have yeah, there. custom packaging printing. I'm assuming uh, you're probably doing, you're designing the stationary as well. So probably you have a hand at doing all this and maybe making the packaging. So I'm assuming you're just looking for someone to print. Um, gosh, you know, I, I go by the people that have been in my network as far as who I've used in the past and who's been recommended to me in the past. So I have my own little network. What I would suggest maybe looking out there is, gosh, and I'm assuming she wants to do it domestically too. Um, I know I because I was answer. just going to
0: say, if you're,
2: y- yeah. You how, might do, you, do, how ever, do you
0: pronounce, how do you pronounce the name?
2: Olu? We don't know.
0: It's I bet it sounds beautiful actually. I know,
2: I know. Probably. <laughs> we feel so bad. None, no <laughs> one wants to take a
0: stab. <laughs> Aluakame. Aluakeme? Yeah. There you go. Alu Hopefully that's, that's close. Anyhow. Um sorry about that. <laughs> I'm gonna to i I'm just gonna feel free to frankly throw out the Utah State Correctional Facility prison printing
2: <laughs>
0: what? cost that I've been. Uh-oh. I've been to press check at the Utah state prison here a couple of times because you can't beat federal pricing.
1: There are pris- prisoners in Utah prison printers I'm shocked by that. Oh, that they're, would be a great. Logo. I don't even know there's a prisoner. <laughs> they're having Utah's to build
0: prison. another one near the airport. They're the one in the Valley here. does not accommodate enough. Wow. It's, but it's a, it's a ongoing national problem. That, that's a totally different.
1: Topic. Yeah. Do you do, do you go there for like uh press checks and get catcalled by the prisoners? Makele. <laughs>
0: I I've gone there for a couple of press checks. They're some of the nicest men that yeah. I've ever met, and nice. they work their asses off.
2: Good. And
0: a lot of them have they they truly feel that they've won the lottery by being stationed on these iMac workstations of the topmost equipment. Because once they're released, they're going to know how to work this machinery. Yeah. So there are print there are print manufacturers. Manufacturing plants within prison facilities.
1: Mm-hmm. It is
0: dependent on the state, but from a liberal perspective, what it does, which is beautiful, is it, is it that it provides jobs. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. So I've had some great luck, and they ha- they can upcharge. It's federal mm-hmm. pricing, so it's actually pissed off a lot of uh, amazing printers, printers in the yeah print, print vendors in the area.
2: I- I would say also, too, if she has a local place that maybe is the great fit, but not as cost effective as she wants, try to barter some services and maybe do design work for them for better, since this is obviously there can for be your a business. trade, absolutely. Yeah. And maybe about, at, you'll do logos idea. for them, you know?
1: Yeah. And what about Nick? Does Jack print? I know you, you love Jack. Yeah, Jack. Do do uh,
2: packaging? Yeah, Jack, uh, j a k prints.com. I would take a look at them. I think they can do some custom stuff. Uh, they advertise like, that
0: they can do anything.
2: They could do, like, nice uh, sleet poly bags with the headers on top, and maybe that is kind of what she's looking for to put the stationery in. So definitely check with them. Um, and our friends at Tri-City Printing, who we had on a few months ago or last year, uh, look them up as well. They might be – they're ready for a quote anytime. And it is, <laughs> it, yeah. is right,
0: cool. it is a competitive – um industry altogether print yeah. vendors so do a little swap do a little if swap. you if um, you put in a little bit of time and you reach out and request estimates for from at least three to five mm-hmm. y- and you can show verification documents that f- to either printer they'll most likely meet or beat cool. the best price that you've been able to obtain
1: nice sorry to traffic cop too much but t- i think we got yeah, to move on to the next one got a lot here uh this one is from Sean Morris, and he it's a two-parter. Hey guys, checking in from the southwest suburbs of Chicago. Uh, right around the corner, work full time, married with two kids, another on the way. Congrats! Uh, or that's rough, depending on how <laughs> how it's <over>. going. <laughs> been going to school for a BA in uh, graphic design. I've only been doing graphic design for over a year, but I've been working with nonprofits. Uh, I'm wait. Okay, what are some suggestions to really get myself going as a freelancer? Okay, so... All right.
2: You're just out of school, I'm assuming. Been going to yeah, school. Yeah, been going to
1: school for BA in graphic design, so he's, he's, uh, he's kind of new at it. but Yeah. So to get yourself going as a freelancer, um, we always recommend not starting as a freelancer. Exactly. Um, if you've listened to past shows, we're big believers in kind of cutting your teeth working somewhere. Mm -hmm. So maybe he meant to phrase
0: the question, what are some suggestions to really get myself going on, on the side while I maintain my full-time job to get it, to get started?
1: Yeah. Well then that's a different question. And in that case, we've talked about that before too. So basically you're going to want to, um, you know, just get your portfolio up, try to, you know, I always rely on SEO to get clients, but Mm -hmm. What, what do you guys do? Like, how do you find new clients? God,
2: in his situation, if he's that, if I'm in his shoes, Sean, I would tell you to go to local businesses and show them some of your work, show them what you can do for them. Um, I find that's the best way to build up because maybe you're not too savvy in kind of the connections or the networking that you get with what Wet says. You go to a job and you work a few years and now you've got a network of people to go to. Without that, I would just go around to local businesses and 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 try to specifically ones that you even like and. This is off, so this is so great services. because,
0: all three of us I believe have had such different experiences with mm-hmm. getting ourselves out there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Wes is the exactly. SEO guy. He's worked at his site to really you know analytically get mm-hmm. him to the top in Los Angeles. I know that that really worked out for you. It took some time, but you were so you were so content with what came from that as a result eventually. And then, and then now tr- transitioning in Chicago, I don't even, I should, I don't even, I don't even add SEO features to my, my site because, uh, because of referrals. Refer- I've been yeah, extremely lucky with referrals.
1: Yeah. Well, in SEO, like, especially if you're doing web design particularly, like it's an uphill battle because web designers know SEO or they like mm-hmm. work with SEO people. If you're if you're trying to do logo design, however, and you're in a smaller market, logo yeah. design is not hard to rank for. Yeah. Because it's not – generally, logo designers are not as savvy as mm-hmm. SEO. So it'll mm-hmm. take some blog writing, get, yeah. getting some links to your site, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. But, yeah, especially if you're in a smaller area, you'll have no problem doing that. It'll take a little bit of time, but you'll do it. Yeah, uh, Web design, though, be prepared for, like, a crazy – LA was pretty easy, believe it or not. Chicago is proving to be like a tough nut to crack. Wow. Yeah. But I'm doing I'm I will do it. It's just like it's taking a lot more work. Yeah. I'm sure.
2: Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So awesome. Well somebody yeah, so uh, just Oh, I was gonna say Mark loves your new website there, Mikel. Oh Mark. <laughs> Thank you.
0: That is great to know. That is great to know. Very it is cool. there's so much, there's there's a lot of challenges, and we've discussed this before of not only finding the time. But you're going to be the worst critic of whatever you throw up, mm-hmm. being your it being your logo, it being your brand packaging, it being your own website. It's a mm-hmm. tough duty. It's a tough duty.
2: Yeah, just go That's for it, so Sean. Sweet,
0: and... thank you, Mark. That's
2: yeah, was neat.
1: Yeah, I hope yeah, we Mark, hope Mark we... is uh, Mark's the host of the uh, the other podcast called Resourceful Designers. So oh, you guys should check that out too. Right on, I was right a guest on. on his show a while back, and he's he's uh, he's rocking it out. He's I think nice. his show's nominated. Thanks for joining for, us, uh, Mark podcast
2: of people's choice Awards. what
0: so, that's awesome congrats, mark. that is awesome we were that... never up for one of those <laughs> that is awesome right on. hope you
2: win the night is still young west
0: <laughs> yeah west good this thinking that was a ch- that was a little mini toast to mark i'll join you there that's sweet
1: yeah i don't we don't need Very much cool. of a poking and prodding to drink
0: <laughs> no
2: yeah that'll be our drinking game Let's whenever see. we get a compliment oh thanks philippe we'll drink yeah we got so another keep one the Compliments Wait, coming. We... Leif was very satisfied with the way we answered his question. Thank you, man. Oh, okay, good. Cool. good. Good. For, good for. I'm glad we did because <laughs> we don't remember yeah. what we no, <laughs> don't remember. That no, one. I do. I do. I know. I know. Yeah, okay. that was a good question. We're not quite there yet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. So
1: the next one uh, Whose turn is it to read? Uh, I'm trying to look at that. I'm
2: not you, Nick. All right, where are we? Uh, I will let's... select the next one from Serena Mascow again. Okay. There we go. We what go. are some of the most important things for a designer that's just starting out to remember?
0: Mm. Uh,
2: I got a good one. Ooh, do- gosh, I was just thinking of this earlier today. Document and, and list out everything you discuss with your clients, with the direction you're going, what you promise, and then what you deliver. Mm. Really important to kind of just like – especially if it it does pick up and things do really well. I'm all about documenting and making sure I'm making my list. I'm slicing off everything I did that day. Um, To me, that's just really important to set set that principle up from the very beginning. Yep.
0: I've made the mistake of delivering an estimate and then knowing that it's a flat rate. I wasn't going to rejigger it, not Uh, tracking my hours to know if I was above or below mm -hmm. to know then Later, how to configure my estimates for a similar project, always record your time, no yeah. matter what always record your time good point, yeah,
1: always, and I think for me, the two biggest things are um remember it's a business, I think especially younger designers, they get very idealistic about the art of it, mm-hmm. which is great, mm-hmm. like that's you have to which it, it is fantastic because you have to take pride in your work, but yeah. you always have to realize not to take things personally when your client is not responding to it. It's not about your art. It's about art for business sake. It's commercial. It's commercial. It is commercial art. And always remember um, processes are so important. Like Mm -hmm. always have a process for everything. Don't wing it every time. Yeah. And it it takes time to learn this by the way. Like when you're starting out, you will do a lot of trial and error, but that's why shows like this are good. Mm -hmm. Listen to other podcasts too. read blogs about it. Like figure out, the processes that will make you feel much more like a professional, and it'll make your clients view you much more as a professional yeah. too. Yeah, I'm thinking of that one that difference. was
0: so useful that I had to go early. What was her name? And it was all about project Barbara. management.
1: Mm-hmm. Barbara Carnieto. That was a great and episode I, for that. And I have since done her base camp thing, like made the template, and it's <sighs> I, I I love the entire way that goes. Like <laughs> yeah. that's awesome. It, it's. It makes it seem so seamless and so professional, especially, particularly if you're working with other people. Like I've got my copywriter, I've got an SEO guy, I've got my developer. So to have everyone wrangled up yeah. into that system yeah, where everyone can see what everyone else is doing, you can, everyone, all the files are right there. It's so great. And it just yeah. makes me feel much more confident, like I'm really project managing this thing. Yeah. yeah. It's you like know, you said, be business oriented.
2: And that's what you're doing. Right. Other you know?
1: than just like sending random emails
2: to people, mm-hmm. it's
1: just everything's right there. It's fantastic.
2: One other thing I would add, and this is to help the entire industry as a whole, is don't be that creative that doesn't follow up with your client, with opportunities, with things that come your way. Follow up, follow up, follow up. Like don't let things slip. And then, because I think there's a few, Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, you will lose that. You will lose that person, and they will go somewhere else very quickly. So just be yep. be an attentive follow up designer. New T-shirt, absolutely coming your New way. New T-shirt. There you go. <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, so the next
1: question is from Carissa Madison. Uh, she says, "Hey guys, checking in from Oregon. Yeah. I'm working with two- <laughs> Oregon represent." I'm working with two clients on book designs, one a textbook manual, going to print, and another ebook only. What do you know about publishing? What are your recommendations for resources on laws and design resources? Um, Gosh, I I think we... Laws and design resources. In terms of... I I don't know if we understand... Like copyright stuff? Is that what you're talking about, Carissa? Like, if you want to clarify that. Yeah, because your clients should be um,
0: kind of
2: handling the publishing side of what you're doing. No, I think she's referring doing. to the
0: design itself for yeah. for publications. Yeah.
2: yeah. I mean, it would be the
1: same as anything. I mean, copyright is copyright. Don't steal. But Other design. Stuff yeah, like, yeah.
2: Resources on laws and design resources. Yeah, it, I
1: think we might need some
2: clarification, yeah. Carissa. So if, designing, if you want to type something in, I'll yeah, we'll to to that. Designing for books. If that's what she's asking for, I that's kind of what I'm getting. Maybe what are the yeah, r- I, rules to designing for publication? I I don't know. I, I've only designed the covers of my ebooks.
1: And yeah, I just <laughs> kind of just took stock oh, yeah. stuff, just stock illustrations, and it was I don't know.
2: Yeah,
0: what do you uh, know about publishing? That's a yeah. loaded question too, because yeah, I, right. I I've printed I've printed books, book covers, not the interior. I've done designs. I've done add in internal ads and exterior artwork. So hopefully this isn't making her feel like she's fully barking up the wrong tree now. Clarify it. Maybe we can,
1: uh, well, no, let's just, let's just move on. And Carissa, if you want to clarify, yeah, Chris, help us help you. We'll get to it. All right. Next one. Cool. So, uh, another one from Mark DeCote. Uh, you want to take this one, Mikkel?
0: Sure. What is your archiving strategy for old client files? Once those projects are done. Ooh, I, I have a you whopping do? underscore old <laughs> directory <laughs> I,
1: I just have a folder just, <laughs> it says deep end past clients
2: i move mm-hmm. them from mm-hmm. my current clients i just move that folder into the archive client folder that's it i've been i think you got the h did you get the my cloud tower wes or did you Not get? Yet. Oh, okay, I still want to. Oh, good. Okay, yeah, because I think we talked about it on the list. Um, what I've been doing is that's at home on the network here, and, and this thing's like a six terabyte thing, so I'll probably never fill it up. But what I do is yeah. when um, after six months, I take work out of a uh, active client folder, take it out and drag it to that. So now it's off of my Mac and onto that thing. The cool thing about it is, is I can access it anywhere I'm at still because of that. Um, that cloud tower is allows you to access it like Dropbox. So it's here, and it's on one spot, and that backs up as well. That has its own – It's you can split it in half and back it up. So half of it is real. Half of it is a second backup. Um, or you can cloud it if you want. But to me, I love the fact that not only does it get it off of my computers and it doesn't max out my memory there, but it's accessible anywhere. So it's just the okay. best way to do it for nice. me. Nice. Yeah. Sounds elaborate. <laughs> you got, you know, like we said, invoicing is sexy, cloud archiving isn't either. That, it's a
0: market <laughs> now. There's a lot of cloud companies that are mm-hmm. that are similar to that, that can be accessed from anywhere. But I treat projects like I would garments in my closet. If I don't wear it for more than three months, I'm not going to yeah. fucking wear it. So <laughs> right. it, it goes into the recycle bin. So similarly, if I get the
1: client stuff away,
0: if I get contacted by a job that's on a portable drive that never leaves home and I happen to be away, I let the client know it's been a while. I would imagine you can probably understand. I won't be able to touch this until blah, blah, blah. And they always do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All
1: right. Cool. So yeah, I think it's just, you know, just get a really big hard drive and just, you can just keep everything. Yeah.
0: and hope no there's not out. a fire. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
2: All right. Cool. Next one, uh, Nick. Oh, is this uh, the follow up to the publishing? Um, oh, maybe. One client is having no, me create a is, textbook.
1: This is not. This is Serena Mascow. I just Masco. Um, oh,
2: okay. I didn't. Let's see. Checking in. No. Yep. Checking in from Utah. Okay. Uh, what do Yay, you do to Utah. What do you do to prepare your web designs for development? I'm going to, oh, k- I'm going to so kick back and let you, I'm going to kick back and let y'all answer that. <laughs> <Okay>.
1: <laughs> yeah. So basically Serena, now you're, you're speaking my language here. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I have started designing my websites in sketch now and we, I do plan on, I want to have a, an episode about all about that later, but, um, sketch I've been turned on to and I love it so much more than Photoshop for designing websites I can't say enough good cool, things about cool. it. Cool, cool. That's good and to And it's know. a really cheap program in comparison to Photoshop. And it's like you can do these artboards for, for the various uh, devices. Like you can do a desktop HD. You can do an iPhone 6 right next to it. Nice. And so it's all like all your designs are right there. You can reuse symbols, blah, blah, blah. So basically what I do then is my developer, I, you use Sketch with a, a plug-in called Zeppelin, which it exports it, and it also exports all of the um, all the assets that he can download, and then you can put little comments on everything. So like, where you used to have to redline everything, uh-huh. you still could do it that way. I used to, but now I just put little comments on everything that he would have a question about, and it's it's just very visual and it works really well. And then he has access to everything and. Yeah, it's easy. What Good about deal. you, Mikkel? How do you do it?
0: I'm about to do a commercial for Envision app. <laughs> I, <laughs> you like it? I use Envision app for prototyping and it works wonderfully. Envisionapp.com. Say it again.
1: Well, I think she's asking, though, how do you prepare them to, for development? So, like, that's more for comping to kind of show your clients, but how do you get them, like, oh, I how do you add comp you, you can,
0: you can. To every single prototype, you can add captions and hot links, and define it like crazy within the prototype. It's awesome. Okay. It's awesome. Nice. You can put all the definitive attributes within the prototype. Yeah. Okay. It's interactive.
1: Sweet. And so, Serena, if you're still using Photoshop, um, I definitely recommend going to Sketch. Like, I, it literally took me three hours to learn it. I was nice. very – someone. it was a, a prodding of, of someone that me and Mikkel both know. I was like, "Really? Do I have to learn this?" I'm like, she's like, first Trust was a like off.
0: <laughs> yeah, Wes. Um, Wes is a, is a official convert, and I am well on my way.
1: Nice. Yeah. And um, but if you're if you were still using Photoshop, then I which, would say which most
0: st- absolutely are. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I would, you know, red line stuff. Just kind of draw red boxes, like denoting dimensions. Blah blah blah. And then what I used to all we also do to supplement that is I would just give a written document. Like I would say on the home page. Mm-hmm. here's all my notes for the homepage. If there's anything that might be confusing. You want to get, let your developer in your head as much as possible.
0: You know, when you download, um, you know? smart object, PSDs, and there's a readme file that's some, there's some providing some instruction. It's kind of like that. It's kind yeah. of like providing a, yeah. Just
1: the, the more you like provide up front mm-hmm. to make it less confusing on him or her, then that, then you'll have a lot less work to do later to correct yeah. it so yeah yeah cool all right next question is from Deezy Wayne Deezy Wayne
0: <laughs> Deezy I love Deezy Wayne's name DZ Wayne. That's a
1: great one <laughs> <laughs> All right so Deezy says what are your favorite websites blogs that you frequent keeping up with the latest in design apps tips or resources and what are your favorite websites or resources that you use looking for inspiration? Ooh, uh, so I funny. like
2: crayon.co. Oh, okay. I've been nice. using that one a lot. Crayon.co. I'm a big yeah. fan of uh, Under Consideration uh, just for their branding and their restaurant uh, coverage right now is unbelievable. Um, so if you look at Under Consideration, you can see their four blogs. You know what I've learned is my favorite is, believe it or not, it's just building uh, following the right people on Twitter and looking at that in the morning or through the day. And if you follow the right people and people you either admire or others, they share their favorites. And then that's kind of what, cause it's an, it's an evolving lineup of people. I think you want to look at, you don't, there's a few that really stand the test of time, but everybody else I think is much more, you want to be fresh with this stuff too. So for yeah. looking at the news and the tips Seriously, follow the right people on Twitter. If you look at some of the people I'm following, I guarantee it will build you, build you a really amazing um, lineup of things to check daily. But as far as um, inspiration and stuff, you know, I still use Dribble a lot. I still use Logo Lounge a lot uh, for branding. Um, I was going to mention Logo and then, Lounge too. And then yeah. I and then I search real specific to what I'm looking for because a lot of times it's so niche that you something you're trying to find there is no one site to find that I know of. So truly, man, I just go dig deep and do Google searches and look and look and look and build mood boards. I don't, I know we all use Pinterest for stuff like that, but that's yeah. what I do. Okay. Yeah.
1: Well. Cool. Oh, and the other, another site I like too for, not so much of inspiration, but the first part is just like keeping up with the latest. There's a site called Unbounce. Oh, yeah. Com. It's I all about like- I've heard that. Um, it's really great when you're talking about web design, like conversion-focused web design, mm-hmm. which is- Hate to be the broken record, but like conversion focused web design is how you're going to make money. Nice. Trust me. Yeah. Because you're, con- you're putting a premium on results. So mm-hmm. like they have, they've got a lot of great advice for that. It's not like inspiration design wise, but yeah. it's like co- how to write the right copy, how to lay things out to be super persuasive. So I love that play. I love that site. Cool. All right. Uh, Next one is from
2: Sean Morris again. Um, you want to take this one, Nick? Sure. Uh, there we go. How do you guys handle when a client wants something that is clearly bland or boring or just outdated? Do you push your suggestions to make it more appealing or just sit back and let the client decide? Just dealt with this for a book cover design. Ooh. Um, never just sit back. Never. Yeah, if you can talk to them, if you feel like you, this is a client that you've either worked with or have a good rapport with, just be honest with them. I think like we always say they're you know, they're doing this for commercial reasons. They're doing this for sales. They're doing this for, 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 for volume, for whatever, you know, their business, Mm -hmm. be honest with them and tell them that I, I find I have 10 times better luck when I'm just really honest and say, you know, I really think this is going the wrong direction. Hopefully we don't even get there because if you do you the call process and the of things time. that we've said yeah. in the past you know they're not surprised by your concepts that you show them the first time they should be going whoa this matches everything that you've you've led us up to for this point so it should be uh received well and it should be dated valued and and in you know what i mean as far as now so yeah. maybe you're just not putting enough up front to kind of lead them in the right direction but if you're in that situation or they're bringing you something and saying can you just you know, tweak this. I say, no, I'm, I start from scratch with things. And you're, you really need to start from scratch with this. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I think it helps too, when you're not coming from a place of like, cause you're using words like boring or outdated. Um, yeah, which yeah. I get, we've all been there, but Can't I think it, those. it helps. Yeah. It helps when you get to say like, okay, uh, let's say in the realm of packaging, for instance, mm-hmm. they want something that looks just kind of outdated or whatever, but. Show them examples of like, okay, this is the hot seller right now, and this is what this looks like. Here's what something that you kinda like mm-hmm. look of. Here's how like shitty that's selling. Yeah. You know. Um, you know, it helps to come with things like that where it's not just your opinion anymore. And even it, if it it's is just provability, your opinion, yeah. It, yeah, even even if it is your opinion, like you're a designer, they're hiring you for that. I was just so, gonna say we
0: we have we have mentioned time and again on on shows mm-mm. they these people don't hire you as a designer. You're not just a designer. You're not just hitting the canvas bar, You're a creative consult. Mm-hmm. It's a creative right. consult. You so that's a, that's a part of the package.
2: Yeah, yeah, and like you said, Wes, showing them other examples is key. If if you don't have another voice in the, sometimes I've been lucky to have like a middle person that can help push me, push the client to my side by saying, you really got to do this. <laughs> so it's been helpful. But if you're on your own show other examples, man, I mean, there's plenty of them out there probably to show and, and show what's being successful. You know, yeah,
1: absolutely. Mm-hmm. And that's why I like web so much because you can like point to things like again, yeah. the analytics, it's, yeah. it's there for the taking. Yeah, So yeah, But book, book covers is a little more hit or miss because can you really ever attribute um, there's literally a saying, this says don't judge a book by its cover. So like, yeah. you never know if, if that's what they're responding to or not, but I think they are. But if I... you
0: have a good relationship with a vendor too, I, 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 I give so much business to some vendors that if I request some samples, they're going to accommodate me free of mm-hmm. charge and they're going to send it to, to win a client over knowing that they're going to get the business if it works out. Yeah. So if they send me recent samples, then they know that that's setting somewhat of a trend, trending conversation that, for provability purposes, that I can Mm -hmm. have directly with the client.
1: Yeah. Okay. All right, we gotta keep going here. Um, DZ Wayne says awesome. Thank you. Cool. We got did good there. Okay. So okay. So Carissa. Oh, it's clarifying. Oh, okay,
0: this is her follow up.
1: And she's saying one client is having me create a textbook. She's created the content, and when we're done, we'll go to print. But it's just her and I, no third party.
2: I feel like we're missing a link. Oh, sure. I still don't think I understand the question though. In so laying, in laying out in the proper usage for designing for a textbook, I'm assuming is what she's probably yeah because it was the
0: publishing oh, question.
2: Yeah. Okay. Ooh. Oh, one's an it's like ebook a board of education kind of thing. Like it's a. Uh, Okay. There's an art to it. And I'm assuming, yeah. yeah as in any other kind of avenue of design.
1: And I think maybe we're not, I think maybe thing. we don't know this realm well enough to even answer this question for you. Unfortunately. Yeah. I would
2: say if you want to email me, I've got a few people I know I can kind of maybe put you in contact with. So definitely send me an email. Nick at longodesigns.com. All right, cool.
1: You
0: got yeah. the direct line to Nick. Boom. But, but thank you for following up to mm-hmm. help us because yeah. there, that actually does help Look clarify like some yeah. things. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, All right. That was good.
1: Cool. Next, another one from Mark Decote, And it says, what steps or strategies or processes do you go through to determine your flat rate price on a project? Good one. Um, yeah. I mean, basically, it's, I think it comes from a lot of experience and a lot of like, how yeah. long did this take before? Mm-hmm.
0: Well, and just knowing you know, yourself knowing what pro- what steps to the entire project process, knowing yourself, will, just being honest with yourself will take you a little bit longer yeah. than other yeah. portions to the project.
2: It's all in the past. It's all in the past. What did you do before? And then add a few more hours to it. Buffer. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Buffer. Wow. I'm and yeah. I'm starting to do, uh, go
1: through a value-based pricing now with my web design. Yeah. Um, it's much more about, what kind of value am I going to bring to this project? Mm-hmm. Like tangible value. And I, I can charge based on that. Yeah. Like I can ask you, what is one client worth to you? What is one customer worth to you over a lifetime? And if I can get you a hundred of those customers, you've way more than paid for the website. <laughs> yeah. That's a good point. You know That's a mean? good point. Like, so yeah, I think the, the more you go, the more you can do that. But again, not only with certain projects certain types of projects work that way. So what do you guys do though? How did you kind of build your, um, well, I think the first part of this question mark is actually coming up with your hourly rate, obviously. And
2: then you kind of have to figure out yeah. this reverse engineer it from there. Mm-hmm. What that, did yeah, you guys do? Same idea. Looked at hours, look at, and that hourly rate can change as you get better and or more in demand, which is a good thing to think about. But, mm-hmm. uh, and then, yeah, add, add up all those hours, specifically your process, look at your process, and more importantly, how many, how many hours are you spending brainstorming, developing, researching, like we talked about before, then doing the concepts, then doing the real ones, and then doing the revisions, and then the digital file turnover, and the rights of ownership. Add that all yeah. up. Yeah. What, what's it going to cost? And trust me, you'll, with experience, you, you find out how to do it right. And I think you got to go through a few of these to understand what you're going to do to make it worthwhile for you.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. You're going to eat shit for the first few. And I know Mark, your experience, but like yeah. anyone younger, like you for the first yeah. few times, like you will massively underbid yourself. Yeah. But the good news is if you're smart, you won't do it twice. Yeah. Yeah. Or at least you'll do it like lesser, less egregiously. <laughs> time, so. Yeah. All right, cool. So let's uh, get on with the next one. The next one is uh, another one from Megan Hodges. Mikel.
2: Michelli. Michelli. Oh, no, that's for Nick, actually. Oh, cool. Let's see. Uh, Nick, any advice for students that feel frustrated uh, with a well-meaning professor that teaches very little? Ooh. Uh, Is this one of your students, Nick? (laughs) Oh. You have a disgruntled student. (laughs) I try to ask questions about helpful topics, basically the podcast topics. Uh, Any any other ideas besides learning on my own slash giving up? Well, first of all, don't don't ever give up. Don't ever give up. Don't ever give up. Oh. Um, yeah, I, you know, I, I've heard this from some other students and I, 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 don't know how to particularly say to handle it with a, a particular client. You say they're well-meaning. Um, no, it's
1: not a client. It's, this is a professor. Uh, that's She's yeah. Like, teacher in school. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I yeah. Um, so what I would suggest doing, you know, I've told a few students in the past to sit down with that particular professor. You're paying for it. You are obviously not feeling like you're getting the, the time or the attention on a particular topic and ask for ask for some office hours and, and ask specifically what you are trying to get out of this and can you you know say i want to leave with a few tips that you can give me to get past this hurdle rather than just introduce the hurdle and let them kind of just say you know um giving you probably not helpful answers um yeah it's a tough one because i i, I i'm learning the whole teacher thing as well being quite new in it and i'm only part-time. So I have the time to do this for a lot of my students. Some of them, you know, they're booking five or six classes a week and that's a tough, I understand when timing gets into play here. So just ask for the, ask for that quality time and and have your answers specific. That would probably be the best thing I would say to do. But, um, if you, if you don't get it there, go to the professionals, um, people that you follow, you know, I know a lot of my students reach out to the people that that they like. Yeah, exactly. If you want to, please hit us up. But people love to give advice, truly, and especially people who are young and in this field and and uh, are still uh, you can talk to or get to on Twitter or whatever. Ask around, you know. It's the best yeah. thing I can say. But Absolutely. I know the frustration. I feel, like
1: that, I feel like that's a problem if you're getting professors who are not like actively in the in the field.
0: It has ramifications on your passion, you know? and mm-hmm. it, it's it's yeah. it sucks. Like, it like sucks. I always tell the story about how you my start sister... second guessing your. Passion for this er- the area, it sucks.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, my sister went, like, I, I've i always said, like, I didn't graduate college for design, but, like, my sister did. Yeah. And I feel like she got, like, kind of shortchanged. Like, they weren't teaching her anything that she needed to know. It was all theory kind of shit. Like, mm-hmm. it was just very, like, I don't know. Like, I guess that's what you get sometimes. But this is why it's great someone like you, Nick, who's actually working in the field, is teaching.
2: Yeah. And there's more of them. There's so many more. I, I, I've gotten to know a lot of them all over the country by just meetups and things like that. And I'll tell you that you just got to maybe pick the right ones and find the ones that have better, uh, have a better buzz about them when you are picking your classes. Um, it sucks. I know it's a, this is a tough topic and cause I I, I hear this a lot. And
0: And you know what, there's a, there's a curriculum to go by as a mm -hmm. part of the degree process. However, I was super lucky, and as a part of my undergrad, before I did my graduate program for graphics, I took up electives that were about teaching graphic design.
2: Interesting, yeah. And that, that was that, that far helped. more <laughs> beneficial
0: than than any, any class, than wow. any lecture that I took within the department itself. So if you're able to take courses that are... About training to be a teacher, to be a professor for design itself, it is, in my experience, so worth it. And I've talked with mm-hmm. others that have Good. that's a great point, really, yeah. really uh, well, benefited
1: from gen- it too. Generally true, whenever you teach something, you learn it
2: way better than like Damn. if you it's, doing isn't it true? Like, oh, it I'm, just, getting, I'm getting a crash course, let me tell you. God, there you go. Yeah,
1: <laughs> all right, cool. So, moving on, uh, the next one is from Todd Egan, it's a, another. Th- three-parter here bam you guys need to have shorter
2: questions come on <laughs> all right it
1: but he's says, salt lake by way of la he's Salt Lake. Oh, you got your people are representing tonight mikhail so, I, I love okay. it i love it okay well okay so there's three of us we'll take turns at reading this question <laughs> right. i'll take it first hi from salt lake by way of la all right so we got all the bases covered you all seem to have developed into your solo careers in different ways network seo etc What's the best way to build up your client base and get more exposure with a dim network? I have everything
2: I need. Uh, A social media strategy experience, branding, processes, new website, contracts, etc. I did pro bono work in hopes for referrals, but that didn't bring much back and not a fan of cold calling. What uh, would you try next? Maybe a SEO consult?
0: I also feel my portfolio could be better, but self-initiated work doesn't seem valuable in freelance f- or for employers. Not, I cannot get a break. And at what point do you decide your freelance business was going strong enough to quit your full-time day job?
1: Okay. Well, don't ever discount the self-initiated work, Todd, because mm-hmm. if you don't have anything else, then
2: you need to do that.
0: It'll pay for It'll end up. And, and
2: saying, you can like, get, you job, you can get jobs. Off of it. You can get jobs off of that. You really can. Yeah. Well,
0: because yeah. here's
1: the thing: like, you're not going to sell it as self-initiated work. Mm. You're not going to say, "Oh, here's some here's a fake project." You're just going to present it. <laughs> just put it out there. Yeah. They may. They probably won't ask anything about it. Like, is that dishonest? I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah. I think
2: it's something you designed. Yeah. Gosh, Todd, I if, would say too. If you. Know, you Look at your personal network, and maybe maybe you've done this. I know this might be lame, but, like, go to them and, and make sure everyone around you knows you're the go-to guy if they hear or know of anybody looking for these services. You know what I mean? Um, that's where my first client came from, and it was just a snowball after that. And I didn't know where that was going to come cool. from until a friend of a friend, like, knew of me and at a party mentioned me, and I got my first client via that that introduction. So – get yeah. let make sure people know what you're doing, and it's not a cold call it's not a sales pitch it's just getting the word out there you know um and it looks like you've got everything else going for you so maybe it it is time to knock on a few doors i i
0: yeah you have you, know? you can't have a reserve type of personality for this
2: yeah you got be you got be that person you gotta guy. get yourself
0: out there which come on can be Todd difficult. you can
2: do it
1: <laughs> I'm with you Todd though like I hate cold calling yeah. I couldn't imagine doing it that's why I put so much into my SEO because I want for two reasons, because I don't want a cold call, mm-hmm. like that sucks. Yeah. Secondly, it's always better when it's their idea to mm-hmm. contact you, like because it's it's hard to be the one that says, "Hey, do you need a website?" And they're like, "Not so fast." Why are you? Yeah. Who wants to know? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> versus if they're calling you, like, we need a website. <laughs> it's a much easier, like, it's not so many like walls up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah SEO is great if you. Okay, but there's there's always a way to crack it, but sometimes you'll spend so much resources getting there. Like, if you live in New York or something, and you, you want to rank at the top, like, you're going to have a hard time, but if, I don't know where you live, Todd, but, you know, smaller areas, you can do better. Salt Lake, and it's, by it's way easier. of LA. Oh, Salt Lake, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, Salt Lake. So, I'm not sure what it's like there. I feel like it's probably not as competitive as
2: Chicago. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. It's not, and, I mean, it's, yeah. it depends, it depends on the region, but yeah, it's not it's, like San Fran.
2: It, I don't know how to describe it. I was trying to in explain it was actually really easy. Like there's so, so much work. There's so much work. Like, and maybe it's, I, yeah. I'm, it's easy for us to say, cause like in LA, I get that, but like, man, it is, there's enough work for everybody. I always look at it that way. And it's like, mm-hmm. so just maybe just start doing different things that you're not doing. Cause it sounds like you got everything else added all up, lined up, ready to go, you know? Yeah. Hope that helps, man. You got it all. You just got to know how to use it. Yep.
1: All right, cool. Um, Let's, another one from Rock to Coat. Uh, have you read any design or business books lately that you would recommend?
2: Damn.
0: We did we ever, ever talk to about you know. Show Your Work? Did, yes. Did we ever talk I about it? We did.
2: Yeah. We, oh, did we? We, t- we got asked this one. last time and we were all like, uh mm, Uh, yeah (laughs) what's a book (laughs) i'm
1: I'm not so much for the book learning and such but gosh no you know what i get my i literally get my information from like podcasts and stuff Mm -hmm. i feel like that's such a i don't know i'm getting cynical like i feel like everyone has an ebook like i've got two of them but like i did my best to put good information in it but i feel like it's mostly kind of a you know, people trying to get their name out there, kind of thing. Yeah, um, yeah. And I like uh, the discussions on podcasts. I think you can learn just as much from that. I know. And less uh, strain strain on the eyes because as designers, yeah.
2: we have enough of that. I'm. I'm assuming- I am. Um, Go ahead, Mikael.
0: I highly recommend Mindset. It's it's called Mindset: The New Psychology of Success. Okay. By Carol Dweck. As well as it, this one's called Switch How to Change Things When Change is Hard by Chip. And then the last one I'll mention is called Tribes We Need You to Lead Us by Seth Godin.
2: Oh, Seth is am- He's amazing. That guy is the best dude in business right now.
0: So those are just good business oriented. I,
2: I think we get, I have to mention this one, and it just came out, I think, like last week. Um, We've never really talked or had him on the show, but Aaron Draplin, who is by far probably, like, the biggest graphic design celebrity out there. um, Mm -hmm. I got a chance to look at his new book that just came out. Uh, It is called Pretty Much Everything. And I was floored at this book. This dude and his story of how he got into design, and I've never listened or read anyone more into design than this guy. And I'm telling you, this book... It's a must. It's 20 bucks. It's hardcover. It is one of the most beautifully printed books I've ever seen. But f- for young people, I guarantee in five to ten years, this is gonna be the new um graphic design textbook. It's um, it's amazing. So okay. you want inspiration, um definitely check it. And I and it works for everybody, wherever you are in design. Really incredible. So, yeah. All right. We we're g- we
1: gotta like roll these at this point. Let's do it. Because we've we've still got a lot to go and uh you know so, okay, so Next one for Megan Hodges again. Megan, you're a rock star tonight. Yeah, you thanks, you are all Megan. Right. <laughs> Holding down the fort. All right. Uh, thanks for the fantastic answers to all the questions. You're welcome. Where do you guys hope to see yourselves professionally in five to 10 years? Oh my
0: gosh. My Mikhail. dad asks me every time, every time we get together and we're drinking too much. He asks me this question.
1: So your dad is interviewing you for a job or what?
2: He just no, wants it's to know just what that his fatherly, baby girl. It's just a
0: sweet fatherly <laughs> yeah. question that he asked me. Yeah. And it helps make you think about your future. That's what, you know, he's yeah. poke, poking us to do. It's it's really, yeah. truly that's sweet. That's great. Um, I,
2: I see myself who, with a five to 10 person design team. Like, seriously, <laughs> that's the goal. I thought you were going to say five One to 10 point year. million
0: home or something. <laughs>
1: <laughs> nice. I... I I agree with you, Nick. I I I see it being like that kind of operation with designers, um, copywriters, mm-hmm. kind of the whole shebang. All web, I think. Yeah, I, I definitely see myself kind of leaving everything else behind. Yep,
2: I'm getting, I don't enjoy the other
1: stuff as much.
2: Yeah, I've been doing it for quite a long time, and then five years now on my own. But like, I'm making that. This is my goal, and I'm making those steps with two people have joined on in the last six months, and it is. That's the goal, man. I, I, that yep. was the leap, and, and I see it. I'm really, I'm really hoping to do it. I'll be on my second marriage by then.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, here we go. Still waiting for the first. <laughs> All right, Mikkel, what about you? Five to ten years.
0: I hope to be hands on less and managing
1: more. more. Yeah. You're more of the four hour work week kind of gal. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I. I mean. I like. Working the canvas board, but I think I yeah. need a little bit more happy of a mm-hmm. happy medium.
1: There. I gotcha. I'm with you. I want to go more into that PM role, kind of project mm-hmm. managing and mm-hmm. overseeing it, art directing that kind of thing. I want the va- I want that clients. more uh,
2: VR vacation role. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that works too. There you go. <laughs> All right, cool. Next one from
1: DZ Wayne. Again, uh, when collaborating with others on a project, how do you handle? and or what do you use for the handoff of assets for designers, copywriters, developers and how do you keep track of revisions mm. again basecamp there you go i do that like it it you have to-do lists it makes it so easy um and you just assign it and i get to you know you just get to be the boss and like i assign yeah. this to you the copywriter i assign this to you client a lot like there are definitely mm-hmm. things you even assign to your client um you know copywriters developers and when you keep track of revisions, uh, what I what I'm doing because my developer, there are always going to be revisions to what he does. You can't avoid it. So I have a separate to do list that's not viewable by the client, because you can do that in Basecamp. Mm-hmm. So because I don't want the client seeing like me and the developer going back and forth, like you know, you need to fix this. I want us to look like we've got our shit together a little better than that. So yeah. Um, but no, I, I wholeheartedly recommend Basecamp or any version of that. There's mm-hmm. like Trello. Um, what's the other ones?
2: Oh, I had it for a while. It's yeah. Very similar. To- I'm, not,
1: I'm not trying to do a commercial for no, Basecamp, but, but, but there's my so point many is out something there. like yeah. that.
2: Yeah. yeah. And mine's more live because I'm working side by side with them. So when I do outsource outside of my office, I'm just as prepared and organized as I can. I'm, I'm not using Basecamp uh, at this point but as long as you just do the home do the setup first and give it to give them all the information chances are you're 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 less revisions and a better and a better end result you know the more you do up front yep yeah got that all right
1: cool um do you have anything to add to that Mikkel?
0: i'm drawing a blank the one that i loved the most had the name board in it
2: oh yeah i can't remember the name but there's there's so many cool know. little um, base camp style.
1: Yeah, places. Yeah, yeah, they're all mm-hmm.
0: yeah.
2: Okay,
1: cool. Sorry, I'm I'm in traffic cop in mode. I'm trying go to for get, it. trying to answer everyone's questions. Here we go. This one's from Oz Loya. Uh, hi, Oz. all great podcast. My question is: moving away from freelance to another niche, custom 3D emblems and family crests, mm. but still want to do freelance work. Would you recommend using sites like Upwork or job boards? Mm. Greetings from Chihuahua, North Mexico Cool um, Okay, so moving away from freelance But still want to do freelance work On the side Upwork. Oh, to find your freelance work Yeah um, Okay oh, yeah. Here is my Like, I have found people on Upwork mm-hmm. I feel like you're going to Get Gypped on your hourly rate a little bit You know what I mean? Like, I feel
2: like yeah. people
1: that go to Upwork Are looking for a bargain
2: it's kind of the middle ground. Be- it's but, it's higher than the other ones, right? Like the Fivers and all the other stuff and Guru. Oh, definitely higher than Fiverr. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. But, this is a whole other yeah. world. Okay.
1: And, and, and I might be wrong. This may just be like how I'm using it. I but do, I've heard good stuff. I use it. Yeah. I use Upwork for a lot of really low price, like just kind of virtual assistant-y, yeah. kind of mindless kinds of stuff. Gotcha. So um, having said that, I think you probably could get freelance work, but. I think you have to
2: um, maybe. I was gonna say work just. The, I was gonna say keep some of the smaller clients you currently have. Like now you get to pick mm-hmm. who you want to continue with. Start your business, but only still do some freelance work for the people that you really enjoy working with currently.
1: Yeah, you know. And I and I want to know what if like is there a lot of money in doing family crest? <laughs> I'm interested to know about that. Some rich families want to. Yeah, man.
2: Bring in the You know, back. it might Tell be like
0: targeting that her area specifically
2: yeah good for right. you man let's do it yeah. yeah
1: all right uh next one from DZ. dz wayne again here we go easy uh
2: you t- take this one nick uh what is your preferred folder structure uh and filing naming oh, this convention? is a this is a mikhail question for example folder <laughs> structured okay gotcha yeah i i think we get your point you want to tackle this one mikhail
0: No, you started it. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, you
2: sure? I thought maybe you were the pro here.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, you haven't even um, finished reading the question.
2: He had a a suggestion on uh, putting it in the structure of root, client, client name, date, project, then, and so forth. So gosh, this
1: is not not translate well to a podcast, DZ. I
2: got to call you out on that. Uh, (laughs) This one's going to be hard to answer. Oh, man. I'm using kind of what my old agency used to use. And, you know, the folders, Me obviously, too. folders obviously your client. Then within there are the subfolders on the project name or, type. or yeah. the type. Sometimes it's mm-hmm. flyers, so all the flyers go in there. But if it's a one-off dump bin design display for a, a, a supermarket, it gets called that. Then in there, I have my, my um, development, which is concepts and everything else. Then I have my AI files. I have my PDF proofs and my links. And... Then for naming, I'm just—I I wouldn't say I'm like uh, so diligent on that, but there's enough in there that I know how to search. Just so I know how to search for it, because that's yeah. my biggest—you know—you want to be like, oh damn, what was that? And I think I called mm-hmm. it dump bin, and boom, there it is. So yeah, as long as it's searchable. <laughs>
1: there you go. You just gotta do the V one, V two, yeah. Final that final too. one final two. Always fun. All right, cool. And then we got another a few people of. Uh, uh, agreeing with you, Nick, about Draplin's book. Oh, cool! Book. Yeah, Mark and Doug. Oh, think good your choices there. Yeah. Yep. And then we got uh, Todd Egan. Here we go. Oh, we. Can, um. We can. Thanks, guys. That was helpful, and I'm hoping to move back to L.A. soon for the same reasons. Right nice. On. Nice. All right. And then Keith says, Nick, what was that book again? Oh, Aaron,
2: oh. A- Aaron Draplin. Uh huh. And it's called uh, Everything Pretty from much. Here. Uh, Pretty much everything. Everything by the yeah, since rap- you mentioned yeah. it, I
0: put it in my Amazon cart.
2: Oh gosh, yeah, I you can't nice. go wrong with this thing, it's pretty even the coolest thing when you open it up, the front page has this neat little thing to fill out as the owner of the book. It's just so thoughtful and and great, it'll be a really good resource book for everybody.
1: Okay. And then uh, the name we were having trouble with oh, yes. says, "P.S. You can call me Kemi." Kemi. Hi Kenny. So there we go. There we Kemi. go. That's helpful. Thank you. Sweet. Thanks for the question. For Kemi. joining us. we sorry, sorry for. Love it. Sorry for butchering your name. I, know. Um, I think
0: I was close. I said Alua Kemi. And I, think I think I think was. You're close. drunk, Mikael. You were nowhere near it.
1: You were all over the place. <laughs>
0: I'm the only one that took a stab.
1: <laughs> I did. Yeah, t- I, know. I did. I tried. I'm sitting here without
2: my glasses on too. I'm like, oh, but then
1: I knew <laughs> then I knew when to quit. <laughs> okay, next one is from uh, Philippe M. Again, and he says, "I've been debating between MacBook Pro or iMac. As much as I want an iMac, I need to be mobile in case I have to travel." Do what, yeah. does. I'm with you. Yeah, I why not? I had never had a laptop before. Like it was always just iMac or yeah, an iMac desktop version, and as as, as nice as that is. Uh, I think before laptops were always more expensive yes. just by nature, but I think now not necessarily the case. Yeah. And yeah. It's good to be mobile. The only caveat being you got to have the, the uh, second monitor. You got to have like a proper big monitor to go with it. So. Exactly.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: So I've got the little, um, the stand, like the cool aluminum looking stand that I put the laptop on. Yeah. So it kind of raises it up to eye level. So oh, it sits good. It's next to the other computer and it, perfect. it works pretty well. Yeah, all right. Um, Mark says very well done. I Another have a question. Episode, guys. Looking forward to the next one. Thanks, oh Mark. yay,
0: good. Thanks, I'm man. so glad, Mark. That's great to hear. Yeah,
1: Mark's gonna be in Chicago in July, and we're gonna hang out. We're gonna get a oh new right song, on, so. right on. He gets the live version of, of my <laughs> <this right> <laughs> the live live. Looking forward to that, Mark. All right, so Serena Masco again says, uh, "How active should a designer be on social media?" Any particular platform that's a favorite for you guys.
0: Everybody knows my favorite.
1: Instagram. Instagram? Insta
0: I'm an Instagram whore
2: now. <laughs> Yeah, well, you said it, not me. Um, <laughs> God, I, I, I all I could say is just be consistent with wherever you're at and be be yeah. the same, have the same tone, do the same have the same voice, make your branding all the same. Um, and share things, you know, like we, Sh- Mikkel and I were talking about that book that we really liked. It was all about sharing your process. And I think I've noticed too. Look at what, look at your success on Inst- on Instagram, look or wherever you're at. See which ones are. It's surprising to see which ones get the most likes and the most follows from, and those are the ones I think to keep doing. And they are always well, the and they're
0: consistent. Yeah, they're consistent. I'm. Mm-hmm. I can't. Make the time to do it daily, and maybe there, you know, back to the five to ten year question in the future. Yeah, thing maybe I'll be able to hire somebody, but I'm particular about what I post. Mm -hmm. I don't know that I want somebody else taking that off my plate. However, it's it's also important not to believe any of those spam emails that you get saying. Here's how you can benefit on your Instagram oh, no. feed and get
2: block, block, more and than a hundred likes within the yeah. next
0: two days.
2: Yeah, block and report all that stuff. It's just no. If no, if no one's going to do it, you know they're going to keep doing it. So I, I think it's all about being true, being a voice. Look and see the people that you follow that are being really successful and see what they do. Uh, I think that's just that's how I, I'm still. I think we're all still learning on it. It changes every day. You know. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm.
1: Alright, cool. So um that actually does it for the questions. We got a few more comments coming in. Just Mark says, nice. Very well done. Another live episode. Oh, he already said that. Yeah. I read that one. Um Sean had a follow up. Um thanks guys for, for showing up and for an- asking all these great questions. <laughs> Definitely. We'll do it again in another ten episodes. So yeah. um yeah, so where can people find you guys online, Mikkel?
0: Um, I finally got my new site refresh app and it Yay. can be found at yeah. It can be found at mkmdesignco.com. dot com and then I can be found at by MKM Design on Facebook and MKM Design Co. on Instagram. Okay,
1: cool. And before actually before we get going, we do have another question for Megan Hodges. This will probably be our last question, guys, so <laughs> um save the save the next one for uh episode one twenty. Yeah. But it says, um, what does your work day or work week look like? How do you stay on? This is a the good task? question. Yeah, I mean, it varies from day to day a little bit, but I basically I have a big whiteboard mm-hmm. in my office where I keep a, a going list of my priorities for the day. So my day, like I wake up early, I go to the gym, I'm back at my computer by nine nine thirty, and I get that's when I get work to work, and then. You know, every day is different, but Mm -hmm. I definitely
2: try to be productive all day long. Yeah. You know, you're right. It's, I think it's a good thing to say it's different every day because that one keeps it totally interesting. And two, it allows you to take those little breaks when you can. If everything's out and you got a surprise three hours to chill, that's always good. (laughs) I love those days. But uh, I'm an early starter. I like, I've been noticing just getting things done by a certain time before I can be bombarded with phone calls or emails is a good thing. And yeah. I, I'm I'm able to work both from home and in my office. So uh, whatever the case is, but I think it's just being diligent and being available and doing all those things you need to do um, and balancing out your time. You know, um, if you're down, look for more work. If you're busy, throw on your favorite music, pour another cup of coffee, have a great time. You know, that's that, I'm, yeah. I always feel lucky when I, I always like to make the best of the moment, you know, Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And listen to our last
1: episode that was called The Slow Times. Yeah. Where, whenever you are having one of those times when you're not necessarily working on client stuff, there are so many things you can do in those, you know, off hours to help yourself. Yeah. To get more clients, to build your business back up. Because the worst thing you can do is get kind of down on, like, oh, I don't have any clients right now. What do I do? Mm-hmm. So much you can do. And what you do with that. You know, free time, the found time, yeah. is going to define your business. So yeah. make the most of it. Hundred percent. Yeah. I
0: admit it does take discipline, though. You can't just say to yourself, "Oh, I work for myself. I work from home, or I work from the studio down the street. I'm running my own business. I'm going to sleep in.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm
0: going to. I can drink yeah. tonight. I can get hammered tonight. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, ah, yeah, deadline I mean, it... schmedline. You can't. Yeah. You have yeah. to treat. The three
1: of us. The three of us gave up alcohol a long time ago. <laughs> In the name of our businesses. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I forgot. (laughs) But
0: honestly, I'm getting back to what Nick had mentioned. I have days before Oakley wakes that I'll set the alarm for 530 and my commute is in my PJs to this space and I'll crank it before I hear him get up. Yeah. It's just what you do. I mean, and that's not just speaking to people that are, are parents running their own gig. I mean- you guys have engagements of your own mm-hmm. and you work it out around your schedule so that you yeah. can have your play time. You can make your other scheduled appointments in your life. Similarly, it, it works the same in the same fashion.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah.
0: Wes is going to make time for his workout. You know, that, that's re- a priority. I that
1: to everyone, by the way. Like to start your day out with kind of just something physical helps yeah. a lot. Yeah. You get your brain right and yeah, and everybody's
0: different. Like for me, it has to happen between three and four, or I'll I'll yeah. lose my energy. Yeah. And I'm I'm most productive right first thing in the morning.
1: But same with me, but like between three and four is my cake eating time. <laughs> so like that's that's when that I, I reserve three to four for that. That's awesome. So we all we all have our things. What yeah. are you gonna do? Yeah. All right, cool. Well, thanks again, guys, for all these yeah, great questions. Yeah, guys, we wow. love doing this. This is so this great. This is kind of yeah. I'm uh, definitely looking forward to number one twenty. So, uh, where can people find you online, Nick?
2: Uh dot and Logo Designs on Instagram as well. Party cool. up, <laughs>
0: party on, Wayne. Party on, Garth.
2: Um, <laughs> our younger listeners are gonna have no idea
1: what that was. Oh my <laughs> gosh, I missed that move. I need to see that again. <laughs> so, um. You can follow the show on Twitter at Wes McDowell. Find new episodes and they drop and all that good stuff. Or on Facebook at uh, The Deep End Design. So, all right. With that in mind, keep designing. Thanks, Catch guys. next time on the Deeply Graphic Design Cast. Thank you so much, everyone. Stop broadcast now. <laughs>